So we are live. Welcome back to another episode of It's All Clutter. I'm Jess Marcy. I'm a clutter coach, and this is our special edition of Clutter Conversations. I am so, so, so excited to have Carol with me today. Hi, Carol. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So the first question I always ask everyone when we do these clutter conversations is how did you end up on this podcast with me today? <laughs> you know, those anonymous ads that come on your Facebook page. And I really don't know how I even hit it because clutter isn't a, well, now that I know more about clutter, yes, it is. But I would have told you, nah, clutter is not a total problem. So why I clicked on it, I don't know. And but it was definitely the best click I made. <laughs> <laughs> that is curious how my ad ended up in your feed. If like, if you weren't actively searching for clutter, but well, I guess we'll have to just, you know, call that meant to be. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Cause I hear people talk about all the books they read about clutter and I have not read one. I have, I know who the lady that's on Netflix is. Yep. Because I pass it, but I have never watched her <laughs> shows. Um, I, I just laugh when I think it was just divine intervention or something. <laughs> so, Carol, what is your, like, if you go back in time, what is your earliest memory of clutter or of stuff? Like, if you kind of go down that, you know, memory lane. Um, I had a mom that was um very clean um i when i look at it as, as an adult i know she was trying to be a mother have a full-time job um do all the other stuff pta we were in another club and she had four kids and a husband to try to wrangle and so her way to keep us busy was to make sure we clean. So every day you got up, beds were made, room was left clean. On the weekends you cleaned. My job was to pull weeds in the garden and I don't pull weeds today for nothing. <laughs> Not pulling weeds ever. <laughs> I've actually been like hesitant to make my kids do too much weeding in the garden because <laughs> I want them to want to garden as adults. And I right. feel like- yeah, like really fast way to make sure that they like never garden ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. So you grew up in a super clean house and then how has life shifted for you or how has your relationship with stuff changed as you became an adult? Um, because I'm disabled and my mobility is very limited I do see some of my mom in me. I like cleanness. I like white walls. I like space. And so one of the things I did for myself was um, I have a cleaning service. And just so you know, my cleaning lady told me to tell you thank you. <laughs> So I'm passing that on to you. <laughs> Tell her you're welcome. <laughs> I will. 
I will. I think a cleaning service is the best gift that we can give ourselves. <laughs> it is. And I was very, very, very blessed. My cleaning lady is in her late 70s. But my cleaning lady um, gets on the floor to mop. So I guess with her getting up and down, she is in the best shape. She carries my 35-pound cat litter boxes around the house. <laughs> so I always think, oh, my God, one day I'm going to have to say goodbye. I mean, I know I am, but it's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't let her go. <laughs> If you have a good cleaning lady, you should just hold on to her as tightly as possible. <laughs> well, she's from your area of the town. She's from New Jersey, and she learned very young how to clean. And she's just, I sit there and watch her fold. She folds <laughs> those fitted sheets perfectly. <laughs> and so I know there's not going to be another like her. There isn't. So I keep my fingers crossed. Everything else crossed prayers that she just stays healthy and she can hang in there. So, Carol, one thing that's really struck me about working with you, and I would say that we actually haven't been working together for that long. You're relatively right. new to my programs yes. um, within the last like couple of months, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of the things that's really struck me has been how you have embraced the connection that clutter has to all different areas of your life. And you are on a journey to loving Carol. Do you, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, I guess after watching and sitting in the many sessions and videos, and it just dawned on me, wow, this isn't just about physical clutter the paper in my house. It's about my cluttered thinking. It's definitely about the cluttered thinking and how I deal with food, how I deal with even how I deal with people. Um, I, I did this interview because I knew it was going to make me scared and I knew I was going to have to step out of my box because when you said it, my first thoughts were, no, I can't do that. I don't look pretty. I'm all those negative things came through my head. And I said, oh, no, we have to do this. We have to do this because I'm trying to remember that fear is going to be with me, but I have to decide to drive the car, not let fear drive the car. So, yeah, I see clutter not just as putting things away and uh, making my house cleaner, but definitely dealing with just about every part of my life, which obviously you picked up too, because you have all the coaches, the food, the nutritionist, the mindset. And it's like the only one that doesn't really hit me and only because I don't have children. So I sort of let the parents have the parents. <laughs> Yeah, and my mom has passed away because she even said, well, if you're, you're a child, uh, you can come too. And I thought, well, I'll let them have that one because right now that one isn't an issue in a way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, watching you really go out of your comfort, step out of your comfort zone and prioritize taking care of yourself in 
ways like getting your oil changed or, you know, things that we don't typically think about when we think about self-care has been really inspiring to me personally. I absolutely love all of your posts and everything that you're doing for you. So if you were going to share something with somebody who was really living in a lot of fear right now, um, and not sure how to move forward, what would be like the best bit of advice that you would have for them? Um, it's really strange when you try to tell people what you're doing and you use the word declutter and they're like, oh, oh I'm not messy. I don't, I don't need that. And I think, okay, they, they heard declutter and like I first thought too, they thought, okay, I need to clean my house. And I would say, no, it's about everything, every, everything you could touch in your life. This is what this program is about. Everything from, like you said, knowing I needed to keep my car because I, I live in a, um, when hurricanes and come, they are definitely coming my way and power and stuff goes out. So things need to be on ready. Your car needs to be on ready. Your car needs to have gas. You need to have ways in your house to have electricity. I got power stations. So you need to be ready. And also you need to have things where you can get to them. So if you're decluttered, if you're cluttered, it's hard to get to stuff. And one of the first lessons I learned from you, which I think, why didn't I think of that? So I take meds and my meds were in a drawer with a whole bunch of other stuff. And you were talking about um, putting like stuff together and how not to go out and buy stuff. So just so happened I had a box, a really good sturdy box. And it just happened to fit in this drawer and all my meds happened to fit in that box. And so now I open the drawer, grab the meds, put them back. And so every day I know where they are. I know which ones I need to take in the morning, which ones need to come in the afternoon. And it's it's that time thing. It's like I don't have to dig in the drawer and look, read the labels to make sure this is the right one. It's in the right place and it gives me back time. And the one thing I heard you say was time is just as important or more than money. And it is. Time it is. is important. You never get your time back, but you can always make more money in the future. Like right. I believe in everyone's ability to make money. And if you don't know how to make money, just talk to me because I have a great coach <laughs> who taught me how to make money and anyone can make money because you all have something special to share with the world, right? Yes. So we all have our own story, which turns out is valuable and other people will want to hear it. So we all have the ability to generate income for ourselves, but we cannot regenerate time. Right. And the thing about clutter that is so striking to me is we know that clutter steals our time, but until you start doing this process, you don't know how much time clutter was actually stealing from you. Yes. And it's all those seconds, like rifling through the drawer, looking for something or, you know, not being, you can't, it's almost like we don't want to add up that time because it's so much and we feel bad. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. 
it it made that one little thing made such a difference that I wanted to stay because at first I didn't I this doesn't really pertain to me and um I was disabled of course I can't do this I can't do all this cleaning I can't get up and down um but when you start talking about five minutes and 20 minutes and putting your alarm on. And I thought, well, I can do that. And then those, um, the coaching sessions where you would have somebody coach us for those two hours. Well, I hate cleaning and I do it alone. I'm by myself and I'm really good at starting the day, turn the TV on. And the next thing I know, it's time to go to bed and, and time has passed. And so I found out that if I get on those calls, turn the TV off, I was going to clean and talk and learn about people and get questions answered that had nothing to do with decluttering. Um, And it was amazing. And I thought, and that's why I decided on Sunday, okay, I could do two hours for myself. And just if anybody wants to come, come clean with me. It's, it's the best way for me to get my laundry done. It's the best way for me to pick up stuff during the day. So, yeah, it was a blessing, a big blessing. And that is why my cleaning lady said thank you. <laughs> so, Carol, what are you most proud of at this point? Only a couple of months in. What are you most proud of so far? That I wasn't that I finally wasn't afraid to be Carol, that I usually will say something and then my head goes, should I have said that? Was that the right thing to say? What are they going to think of me? And I'm still not perfect, but I am so much better at say what you're going to say, be truthful, put your truth out there, talk and let it go. I have been singing that song so much. <laughs> you I can know. call and I'll be back there. They need to just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Disney made that song just for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what what does the future hold for Carol now? Oh, a very decluttered house. Um, <laughs> I'm slowly seeing spaces and it wasn't so that it it wasn't so much that it was messy but the flow in was whoo me and Amazon and I don't um, I'm not sure because I'm a great TV watcher you know on the news and your morning news programs they all have these save the deal programs and view the deals. And I would be watching, pick up my phone. And the next thing I know I've ordered or in the middle of the night, I could wake up and start thinking and I've ordered stuff. Not anymore. And so there's not so much stuff because stuff is going out and I'm seeing um, surfaces of things. And it's like, oh, that's nice. And then the more I see surfaces, the more I'm ready to get rid of stuff. And 
I yesterday I sent out a doll to um, a yard sale and I thought, you know, this was the beginning. This was the first thing you bought when you got in this house. And it it was off of HSN. It was a doll off of HSN. And she went yesterday. And I was so proud of myself to let her go because she was the first. She was the first. That's huge. That's huge. How does it feel to break up with Amazon? <laughs> Did it go well? Did Amazon take it well? <laughs> I know they're wondering because, you know, not so much Amazon, but when you order from other places and you put things in the cart and then you say, um, nah, then you get this email. Oh, you left your cart. And I just <laughs> like, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're good. They are so good. I mean, I think that's their job, but it's like, but they're so good at their job. You know? <laughs> they're getting you to spend your money for things you don't need. <laughs> they're so good. And look at, they're so good that now when you turn on the news, you find out about good deals. How is that news? news. Thank you. That's what I, I mean, I didn't know that now then, but I'm like, and because I watch a lot of TV, it's like <laughs> I was laughing the other day because I saw the same stuff on one show, then I saw it again. <laughs> and I thought, oh no, no, I'm not ordering this. <laughs> You're not going to get me. You're not. And they make you really think you need this. You need this. You got to have it. You will not survive without it. Yeah, they place that fear in your mind, right? That's what the advertisement is all about. It's It creates this fear that you didn't even know you had. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I got to conquer this fear. I better buy the, the, the example I use all the time is the neck firming cream. Like I don't know anybody who has firmed up their neck by putting lotion on it, okay? <laughs> yeah. But you see that, you're like, oh no, maybe my neck needs firming. Third <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting, and because of what I do, I'm a graphic artist. I get it because that's part of my job to know what people are going to pay attention to and what colors people like, what colors are in season, um, diversity, all that kind of stuff. But I just think we really have taken this because I mean, I, I'm a child of the sixties. So I remember when commercials would come on at 15 minutes after the hour, um, 30 minutes and 45, and that was all, but now it's almost not worth watching regular TV with commercials. It's like too much. It's almost it's constant. Right? Yeah. The only time I ever watch television, like live TV, is the Super Bowl. And that's only because I like the commercials because I uh, find them entertaining, right? Yes. But basically, yes. what I've learned from watching the Super Bowl is that there's more commercials than there is football. So yes. <laughs> there's actually a commercial every 30 seconds. I don't know how that game keeps running when you have to stop constantly for a commercial break. I mean, it's ridiculous. Don't the football fans want to see the football and not the commercials? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do. 
So Carol, what is the color that's in right now? What's what's the trending like graphic design advertisement stuff that we should be aware of? Um, well, let's see. Right now, it it's definitely those cartoonish. This is what I call them. This is not what they call them, but I call them the long body, big feet people. Because <laughs> if you watch, that's what they are. They're very tall. And their bottoms are heavier weight. Their feet are big. And it's usually, sometimes it's monotone colors and sometimes it's more. But I love it because it's just what I do and it's fun to watch. Yep. Trends. Yep. But I'm really loving the cartoonish um, like stuff because when we do our fact sheets right now, we are using the same type of images to get attention. And I come from a research doctors who, when I first started this job, man, they would take a title and make a book out of it. And I just shake my head and think, who is going to read all this stuff? And I would do posters, scientific posters, and they would be filled. And I would think people aren't going to read. Well, back then scientists read, but the minute you put that phone in our hands, we stopped reading and even scientists stopped reading. And so now it's quick and it's like, you have to say your message in 30 words. And they're like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's funny fun. because the ads that are doing really well for me right now are the, um, the time-lapse videos that people do of decluttering. So it's true. We want, we want to see things like really quickly. And, yes. you know, I have an ads team that they're, they're amazing um, because everyone thinks that they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, this was divine intervention. I'm like, no, it was Roxanne. Actually, she's really, really good. <laughs> but, but the ones that are doing the ads that they're running for me right now that are doing really well are all the time-lapse videos that so people like those like short, quick, right. get it done, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. 30 seconds, like start here. <laughs> and then in 30 seconds, it's a completely clean room, which we know is not how it goes, but yeah, that's what, that's what people are clicking on for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, I'm still amazed that I clicked and I'm still amazed that I stayed. <laughs> and, but again, it was the best click I ever made. And I, because I remember what my first thoughts were, now this cannot be real. These people don't all love each other. And no, no, <laughs> I don't want, oh, I know what I thought. It was a cult. It was very <laughs> cult-like. That's what I thought. <laughs> I do, okay. Carol, admittedly, we do have some cult-like elements. <laughs> but it's genuine, and I don't force anyone yes, to stick around, and we don't right. drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> it is genuine. I know that now, but my first thoughts were, But that's also because I've watched enough TV. I have watched enough things about cults. And I remember um, I had just watched something. Um, I can't, oh, some, it, well, it doesn't matter. But I remember sitting there thinking, uh, I, 
don't think I want to be here. I no, no, I don't, I, I don't want to be in a cult. Quickly, <laughs> 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 really quickly, that idea changed, and I, I know the love is true. It's all about community, and for me, that was real important because I'm a single person. I don't have kids. My family's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. Um, I know I had loneliness and I know I was not heavy depression, but probably there. And I feel that love and I know I've got people to talk to. I got a clutter buddy that I could text and it just feels genuine and it feels loving. And I guess that's when I knew, wow, I could love myself. I could love myself. And I was telling somebody the other day, I was watching myself pet my cats and play with my cats. And I do that in the mornings because that's when they really come and want attention. And it dawned on me, you know, the way you treat your cats is the way you need to start treating yourself. And, um, it really was like a aha moment. Like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. So that will be me. And the movie, The Help, I always loved when she told that little girl, you are kind, you are smart, you are important. And I mean, that's not the way she said it, but that's the way I said it. And it really dawned on me. I see that little picture I showed and I could see my little girl inside. And that's what I try to tell her every day. I love that. That is the message to take away from this interview. Love yourself like you love the other things in your life, right? You are more important than anything else. Yes. You have to put yourself first, period. Yes. In fact, that is why I guess that was the first message after I went through boot camp remembering sitting there, you buy stuff constantly, constantly. How come you can't spend this money on yourself? Yep. And I guess that was the first step. That was the first love. And that's what I say to boot campers all the time. You don't have a problem spending money. Right. <laughs> Like, then it's not you, it's everyone. But why do we have such a problem spending money on ourselves? Yes. Investing in true help for ourselves. And I think, you know, part of it, this is another funny thing about humans is it, we like to invest in tangible things. So I was always said, you know, I'll never, ever add clutter to your home. But as soon as I started sending out my actual physical workbooks, I got more signups. It's like, oh, okay, I'm getting something now, right? Like, like you're actually getting your whole life changed, but you act, I guess you need to have the item in your hand, right? For it to feel right. yes. like a legitimate purchase. So, okay, when you sign up, I send you a workbook now. <laughs> you're getting something. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are that. We got to get something. You go somewhere, people give you a drink or something because you got to have something. And so, yeah, but changing your life isn't enough. You need to have right. a drink. <laughs> so, along with this, I now also decided to go to therapy because it was like, yeah, 
you, you need to, I'm getting ready to retire. And I know that's going to be a big change in my life. And I just decided this is another area you can spend money on yourself. Because I, I have a hard time wanting to, when it comes to health or, or me, money actually on me. Now, you could buy clothes, you could buy stuff, you could buy books, you could buy food. But if that money is going on me, uh, no, 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 I, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. So it's easy to say that. But you really can't afford to not do that. And that's right. the whole that's what, you know, that's what you learn through this process. You can't afford to not invest in yourself. Right. Even if it's scary and it is really scary to invest in yourself because you might find out something that you knew already. <laughs> yes. <with> knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Well, Carol, we're at around a half an hour now. So we try and keep these for YouTube purposes, 30 minutes or less. <laughs> but I want to say thank you for investing in yourself because you sharing you with us is such a gift. And we are so blessed to have you as part of our group. Seriously, like mm -hmm. so blessed. So yeah. your gift to yourself is a gift to others. Wow. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. You're next in line for cult leadership. No. <laughs> Just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> We're going to pass the crown along. <laughs> I am going to go find. Oh, no, that brings something in my house, though. <laughs> No crowns, no buying crowns. We're no, gonna make no crowns that you have lying around. I have <laughs> to make when they sign up. I should send them a crown. Forget the workbook. <laughs> yes. yes, that's good. Oh, I am going to go make a crown though. <laughs> I'm going to make a crown. Well, this has been super, super fun, Carol. Thank you for stepping outside of your comfort zone, joining me on the podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and do whatever you're supposed to do. Like it, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, you know, do all the things because that's what keeps these podcasts coming back. So thank you to our listeners and thank you to Carol. And Carol, I will see you inside our group. Yes, you will. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, you're right. It is. Oh. <laughs>